Kevin King is back on the podcast, and in addition to some cool seller hacks that he always has for us, he's going to talk about a whole variety of topics like how he used to be a collectible card manufacturer and how he's lost 70 pounds in the last couple of years without even dieting. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. Are you a six, seven, or eight-figure seller and want to network in a private mastermind group with other experienced sellers? Or maybe you want to take advantage of monthly advanced training sessions with Kevin King, an expert guest. Do you want to come to our quarterly in-person all-day trainings at Helium 10 headquarters? Or do you want the widest access to the Helium 10 set of tools? For all of these things, the Elite program might be for you. For more information on Helium 10 Elite, go to h10.me forward slash elite. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted and unrehearsed, organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And we've got uh, the most serious sellers of them all, Kevin King, back on the show. Kevin, how's it going? It's going. I don't know if I'm serious, though. I'm, I'm more of a I don't know if I'm the serious guy. I'm I'm a I'm a seller, but I'm, yes. I, some people You're might serious say, you know, as like, like read my newsletter. Say what is serious they tend to be like? How serious is this guy? Yeah, yeah. The newsletter. We're going to talk about that. You know, there's definitely been some <laughs> some things that people are saying that this isn't this can't be serious. <laughs> but, but we'll get into, we'll get into that a, a, a little bit. Depends on that's all the point Just of view. Wait till what you see what's coming. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't wait. I want to talk right off the bat, though, before I forget, you know, I don't think we've talked about this on the podcast before, or maybe you've alluded to it. I've heard you talk about it, but I've never actually dug deep. Like right now, hold on. Let me just pull something from my back wall here. I just hit it behind. I was sorting some some baseball cards. I'm about to go to Japan and um, I'm actually flying to Japan uh, on my own time, personal time off. And I'm setting up at a card show over there because uh, my dad's had a business there. But I've heard you mention before that that you've dabbled in uh, in the old days in the, in the in the like sports cards or comics or what was it exactly in that industry did, were you in? Yeah, so I, as a child back in the eighties, seventies um, and eighties, I collected the basketball cards back when the I think it was tops. They were big. They were like four mm-hmm. four by six size or something. I like remember that. those. I remember those. Huge, and I, I collect. I don't know. So I don't know when I started second, third grade, something like that. And I collected those. Collected baseball cards. Collected football cards. And I was big into them. And then I just kind of, I grew out of it, I guess, maybe, I don't know, sophomore year of high school or something, just that was little kid stuff. Threw everything in a box or actually put everything in a, uh, I think I was going to throw it away. My mom's like, no, 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 don't throw all this stuff away. So she threw it into a box. My mom was a hoarder anyway, but um, she threw uh-huh. it into a box. And then my senior year of high school, like seven years late, uh, sorry, of college, like seven years later, yeah, I was like, I damn, I need some money, man. I'm, I need a, I need a little extra cash. And I was like, what, how can I make some extra cash? And I was like, wait a second. My mom, I think baseball cards. Now people are actually starting to pay real money for these things. I might actually have, you know, some crazy rookie card for Roger Clemens or something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. So I called her up. You still got that box of stuff I was going to throw away. She's like, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm coming up to see you, um, you know, for mother's day or something. Um, I'm going to grab it from you. So I grabbed it and I went on and I sold sold a bunch of those. I had some rare stuff in there, made thousands of dollars, just taking wow. them into a hobby shop, you know, a comic book store or whatever, and trading them in. And you got some extra beer money and cash that I needed when I was, you know, 
not doing so well when I was 21, 22. Mm-hmm. And so that evolved though into time and uh, the early, when was this like 92, 93. So about three years after college, um, I was doing stuff, you know, Mark from Billion yep. Dollar Star We were doing, um, I'd started a magazine uh, that dealt with strip clubs actually. And it, it wasn't, okay. there's no, there's no um, nudity or anything. This is the business side of it. It was mm-hmm. you know, the business side of it. And in doing that, these, for some reason, baseball cards have become hot to put strippers on. So it was everything from, you know, the Cabaret Royale in Dallas to the Dollhouse in Orlando to Playboy Magazine was doing it, Penthouse, all the, any anybody, you know, bikini, Hawaiian Tropic bikini girls uh, were doing it. it. It became a thing to put put um, pretty girls on on baseball cards. And these were mm-hmm. being sold through traditional comic stars. This wasn't like in the adult shops and like the, yeah. on the other side of the internet. These were like... Diamond Comics was a big distributor back then, and Capital City Comics, two huge distributors. They distributed all the comic book stores. You know, they had big booths at Comic Con in San Diego. Um, they would put these things out, and you were putting them in packs. It became a huge freaking business. We're selling cases of these, and that's one of my first. So, so you, you were the you were the one who made them, or you were uh, we made. I was buying. The, I was oh, both. Wow. I was one of the com- I was making them. Uh-huh. Originally, we, we had deals because I knew some of these club owners. So they're like, yeah, do go ahead and do ours. You know, that's good promotion huh. for us and we'll, we'll do it. So I was doing them. I go to them. We would either shoot it or they give us stuff that we would actually, Whoa. I would design. What, what do the back of the cards have? <laughs> like, you know, in baseball cards. Like, I would have their stats. stats and stuff it, like- it has Sus- Susie Smith, stage name Candy, Candy Drop or whatever. Uh, five, six, 34, 24, 34. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, originally from San Diego, likes uh-huh. men with... Uh, uh, short hair or or, or whatever, um, huh. you know, it, it would be something like that. And I was like, I need a better way to actually sell these. I need to, so a lot of people, it's, it goes back to what we do today. They're putting insert, insert cards, you know, register your warranty or get on our, join our VIP club or something mm-hmm. as one of the, like the 11th card in a pack of 10. And they were sending it into the companies through physical mail. There's no internet back then. And these companies were not doing anything. They're like the the business cards in a fishbowl at the gym. You know, they're just accumulating. So I called up all these companies. I said, "What are you doing with your with your uh, your inserts?" And I got oh, they're just sitting there. I said, "Send them to me. I'll get them all typed in." I hired some company in Jamaica that would type these in for four cents a piece or something, some crazy low number. Ended up building mm-hmm. a mailing list of like thirteen thousand people off of this that had filled up for like a hundred different companies that were doing this. And then as part of the deal, I said, well, I want to be able to use, I'll send you the list. I knew these mm-hmm. guys wouldn't do anything with it. Most of them. And I want to be able to have the right to mail it. And I'm going to buy your cards from you wholesale. And I'm going to create a catalog, a glossy color catalog that was sent in the mail and send these out and sell mine and yours. That became mm-hmm. a huge freaking business that blew up. Mm-hmm. And, um, that we were able to ride that wave, uh, for quite some time. And we were doing all kinds of really cool. Sometime I'll have to show you if I would have known you were going to talk about this, I could have showed you some here, but we did 24 karat gold signatures, like in ink with 20 raised 24 karat gold. We did and put them in like those, those crystal cases with screws yep. on all sides. I mean, yep. this was like serious, wow. serious stuff. I mean, that was like ahead of the time. Cause now that, that that's like what the industry has moved to is like these, you know, like one of ones and like, Hey, this is a, a you know, there's only 10 that have this signature. And, and now there's these companies that have them where, they actually come out like every single one, like national treasures and stuff where every single, you know, card in the set, it comes in like this case and it's all encapsulated in these plastic or the, the these, these hard holders. And, and, and you're, you're like 
doing this stuff? Yeah, it was 20, 20, 15 yeah, years we, uh, before. We were doing puzzle, stuff huh? with puzzles. So the back of the card, we might do a set, of, a subset of nine. So maybe the set's a hundred, but nine of them on the back is a puzzle piece. So you had to collect all nine, flip the cards over, and put them in the right order to get another mm-hmm. picture as a you know as a puzzle piece, like like a tic tac toe board. But you put them yeah. on the right order, it makes another picture. Uh, uh, we. Yeah, we're doing all kinds of, and, but because of the nature of the products, we were basically, I was limited in, in my marketing. And uh, so it's where I cut my teeth because I had to get super creative and super innovative on marketing because, you know, you, you weren't allowed to, you know, if there was a Facebook back, there wasn't a Facebook back then, but if there was, they would not allow you to, to advertise it. Yeah, so yeah. It, it caused us to be very creative in the way we did marketing. Um, we did a huge event. So you're talking about going to Japan at the Balage Hotel. Bellage, not Bellagio, that's Vegas, but the mm-hmm. Bellage Hotel in West Hollywood on the Sunset Strip over there by the Viper Room. It may be some different name now, but it's a fancy hotel. In 1997, we brought in a bunch of the models, put out a thing and said, you know, it's 500 bucks to come. And we had all these guys come, like 300 guys, 400 guys come to get stand in line and get autographs from the girls on their cards on 8x10s. Uh, and we did a party afterwards. It was, yeah, it was a different huh. world. Interesting. Different world. Yeah. Interesting. Well, hey guys, uh, you heard it first. I, I've That's never the first even time I've ever talked about story. that. Okay, anyway. good. I just heard like you know briefly you're into collectible cards, you know, and I was just like, you know what, that's kind of up my alley. Let me ask him about that. So you heard it first here. Now, now guys, yeah, just, we had the, we had binders, you know, with the sleeves, and you yep, you had yep, special, yep, yep. special binders you would collect, and uh, yeah, it was like it was full on, full on. Wow. Interesting, interesting stuff. So so guys, um. We're doing this podcast a little bit differently. Uh, I'm doing everything backwards. You, you know, Kevin is known for his strategies and and Amazon, you know, seller hacks and stuff like that. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely get to that. But instead of doing it at the beginning, we're going to do that towards the end. If you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, I've actually, you know, usually at the end of podcast, start asking people about their health uh, regimen and diets and exercise and things like that, because uh, 2023 is my year of health where I'm asking, talking to guests, but we're going to, we're going to flip the script a little bit, stay to the end for the Amazon strategy. Now, Kevin, you yourself, wait, wait, can, can you look to your left re- really quick? Look to the side. Wh- Kevin, where'd you go? Kevin, where, oh, you, you disappeared. You're so skinny now. You just disappeared when, when, when you turned to the side there. How much weight have you lost uh, th- this year? I don't know what the number is this year, but in the last couple of years, about 70, 70 some odd pounds. I still wow. got a ways, still got a ways to go. Um, but, um, Probably about another fifty or sixty, and I'll be happy. But that'll probably take, that, me, that's a few, impressive. A few, take no. me a few more years. Once you, uh, I've noticed, you know, once you hit forty, it's like hard to to to, to lose weight. So, so you you hit a number like that, that's pretty impressive. So let, let's talk about that a little bit. You know, I mean, are are, are what are you doing? You're, you're not, you know, starving yourself. You, know, you told me that before. Hey, it's not about it's not about like starving yourself or necessarily counting calories or or working out seven hours a day. Um, or anything like that, but but how have you been able to to steadily get to that uh, where you're at now? I've had an issue with my weight all my life. I've been up and down all my life, and sometimes it's gotten a lot worse than what it what it is now. You know, right now I'm about 260. I've been as high as like 360 in the past. Um, in high school, I was right around 200. When I it, most of my weight gain started when I left the house to go to college, to start drinking beer, eating pizza, and mm-hmm. just kind of kind of put it on, and didn't really care. Uh, too much. Uh, but then it, you know, as you age, it, I've been lucky knock on wood that I haven't had a lot of issues, not, um, other than a type two diabetes. Uh, but, um, no high blood crash pressure, no, uh, high cholesterol, none of that kind of stuff that you would expect. I've 
been pretty good shape, even though been a bigger, bigger guy uh, comparatively. And, but I, it got to a point where it was actually my, my ex-wife, she always used to say, if you can't take care of yourself, how can you take care of me? Uh, which was, mm. a, what's a good little uh, slogan and it's true. And so that kind of motivated me a little bit to, uh, to kind of, and so I tried every diet in the book, you know, everything from carnivore diet to Atkins diet, to Weight Watchers, to did, did, did Manny get you on that carnivore? Uh, at one point, thing? yeah. They're all stupid. He, 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 I know he's big on that. Every one of those diets is, is stupid. I, I'm sorry if someone's <laughs> out there is listening and thinks they're great. They're stupid. Every single one. They, do they work? Yes, they work short term. But how many times have you done the carnivore and you, you're right back to where you started? Mm -hmm. uh, it, the, the key, and I kind of learned this from my dad in a way, because he, he lost a lot of weight and kept it off for like 50 years. He's skinny. I mean, he's like 130 pounds or something. It's mindset. It's psychology. Eating is psychology. It, it, mm -hmm. It's the people that you look at all the people that go and they work out. Um, they go and they work out and work their ass off. And what do they do after that? They go get a Starbucks. They just undo the entire workout they just did by getting a Starbucks with all the cream and all the whatever in it. I'm not a coffee drinker, so I don't know all the terminology. But mm -hmm. uh, And they just completely undo it. But they, th they feel good about themselves. I worked out. Uh, and I had a, supposedly a, a good coffee. It you got to be conscious of what's in your mouth. So my my ex-wife had found this woman. She's from Venezuela originally. She was listening to these, this podcast in Spanish, and she was a guest. And she's talking about something called intuitive eating. You can look at, you can Google it, Google it, intuitive eating. And she was talking about how this works. And so my wife uh, at the time was like, let me, I, I want to do this. Um, and so she called her up and started doing like long, this woman lives in Miami, doing long distance consultations and um, then she said, Kevin, I think you'll really like her. She's really, really good. You should try it. So in tw during COVID 20, was it, uh, uh, end of 2020, around Christmas time, 2020, I had my first call with her and started really in January, 2021. And what she does is she doesn't believe in diets and she's like the head of the gastric fat people of Miami. I don't know what the damn thing is called, but some, something, uh, <laughs> but she's like the top person of it. <laughs> and GFMM. <laughs> <laughs> but she she's skinny. She's a, a attractive, you know, Venezuelan girl. Uh, mm -hmm. But she's head of this whole thing, and her whole thing is is intuitive eating, and it's the psychology of eating. It's not about, you know, weight loss is is about eighty percent what you put in your mouth and twenty percent everything else, okay. um, and being conscious of what you eat. And so it, she's like, Kevin, promise me you'll never go on another diet in your life. It's like done, check mark. She's like, if, and if you get bad, if you get bad, if you go off rails on something, like, you know, you go out and you, you eat a gallon of ice cream one night cause you're depressed or something. Don't think, well, shoot, I just ruined everything I'm working at. I might as well eat another one the next day and I'll start a diet on Monday. Everybody always starts a diet on Monday or yep. the first of the yep. month. Yep. On, yep. Okay. On, on September, on August 1st, I'm going to start. Uh, and she said, that's absolutely the wrong way to do it. She's like, eat what you want. If you want a freaking uh, the pizza, eat the pizza, but it needs to be, you want the pizza. It needs to not be a five or six out of habit, but like a nine or a 10 and go get the pizza, but be conscious of what you're eating. Maybe get a small instead of a large or whatever. And I had a habit. I had a bad habit. Like every night to relax, I would watch TV just to, you know, unwind my brain and everything and spend an hour just watching mindless TV, you know, America's got talent or some stupid reality show or just whatever, just mm -hmm. to kind of just wind down. And I would eat a box of milk duds. Uh, you know, one of those can those, I love yep. milk guts because you could put three or four of them in your mouth, suck on them. Um, and you know, you put three or four in your mouth, they kind of meld together cause they're caramel. And so you're just sucking on it like you would, a, uh, you know, a butterscotch or something. And then, 
as it it gets lower, you put a couple more in your mouth and they meld together. So you can make a box last like an hour and a half, but that's 600 calories and a lot of sugar. I just, I was in this habit of doing it every single night. She broke mm-hmm. me of that. Now I have that maybe once a month, but it was, it's, she got me to thinking about things and she finds substitutes. Oh, why do you like those milk duds? Is it the texture? Is it the caramel? Is it the way it tastes on your tongue? There's something about it. Why do you drink soda, so much soda? It's because you like that carbonation, that, but it's a specific carbonation. How about switching to this drink? Not a Perrier, not a this, but this specific one, you, and it works. And so you're, you're tricking your mind psychologically to still, because you have those cravings and those desires or those habits, and as you're breaking those, you, you swap it. So she's told me, like, you know, most dietitians would say, if you're drinking a, you know, Coke Zero, you need mm-hmm. to cut that out. You need to go to water, you know. 128 gallons a day or, or ounces a day. I mean, mm-hmm. a gallon says too much. That's a whale. Well, that's, that's pretty much what some of these people say. <laughs> um, but 128 ounces a day, uh, and 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 quit cut cut those out immediately. She's like, no. If you're drinking six a day, just swap one of them out for a water, and this you know, and then have five, and let's see where that goes. And but over time, you start consciously eating things differently. You start looking at stuff. Am I eating because I'm hungry or am I eating because it's a habit? And now I'm mm-hmm. at the point now where I have a private chef that comes once a week and cooks for me. And he used to make my lunches and my dinners. Now I'm just telling him make one meal a day because that's all I want. So, and, and I'm like, I'm not eating half of it anyway. Uh, I eat, you know, a little bit of breakfast, a, a protein shake, maybe a little cereal or a piece of bread or something. But if I want a candy, I buy it. If I want an ice cream, I get it. But I used to eat a lot of ice cream. Bluebell is my favorite. It's a Texas company and you can get it across the South. It's not everywhere, but it's my favorite. So I would have those little pints or I buy those little half gallon things or whatever they are. Mm-hmm. Last a couple of days. I've had one right now in my fridge for th- two months and I haven't even opened it. It's, it's mm-hmm. a change in, in psychology or what I've done is like, okay, if I want that taste, I want that ice cream taste. I love that taste. It, it gets the hormones in me, it gets the the things, uh, you know, that satisfaction, those triggers that are in your body. I'll buy the little small size cups. They're like for birthday parties for kids, you know, and they're 160 calories. Yeah, yeah. And I'll eat one of those. And she's like, "Do you go back for a second? Go back for a third? I'm like, no, I just I just eat one. So it, it's it's some of it's discipline, some of it's mind over matter, and just being conscious of everything that you eat. Uh, and that's the biggest thing. And the second is sleep is so important in and health. And a lot yeah. of people, especially, I mean, you're a perfect example. You're working your ass off and sleeping wherever you could grab a, a nap here or there, or just a couple hours a night at one point. I, I know you're better about it now, Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but most people dismiss how important sleep is for your overall health. And what woke me up to it is, is a few years ago, I was going to get life insurance. Um, and I didn't have life insurance before, but I got married. I was like, I, I better get some life insurance. And, and talking to the agent, they're like, okay, there's, um, there's a, what's your sleep apnea score? And I'm like, I, um, I just did a test and it was like 19. I had 19, uh, mild things or whatever it was in, in a, in a period of whatever the measuring period is that I said, okay, that's mild. What this insurance company told me is that you're at 19 times, maybe it's 19 times per hour. Uh, you sub it's subconscious. You don't realize it, but if it, it messes with your body and they said, if you're, you get to 20, you're uninsurable on life insurance. I'm like, what? Wow. And so I went immediately. I had um, my wife used to say I would snore. I would snore like a sound like a Mack truck bullet coming down the street. 
So I went and I had a, there's a guy here in Austin that does a balloon sinuplasty. So they go into your, I had a 70% blockage. I didn't know it. I just, you get used to it as you're living. You don't even realize it, but I, I had trouble in my nose. So, you know, Manny just did it. Uh, I did it. A, Mark has done it. A bunch of people have done it, but he has this technology. He was like these, one of these Doogie Hauser guys that became an MD when he was 14 or something. Mm-hmm. So he invented this technique. Uh, so it doesn't require the major surgery um, that, uh, and you still get knocked out for like 15 minutes, but he goes in and uses his balloon and blows it up and opens all that up. That made a huge difference on my snoring and my sleep. Plus, I started using a sleep mask. Uh, and I changed, you know, sometimes in your bed, um, if it's hot or cold, the temperature's not right, you're tossing and turning. You're not getting as much sleep. Or you wake up and there's a little bit of sweat or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's something called the 8 Sleep mattress. It's the number 8 Sleep. That's freaking amazing. It's a mattress topper. And you, it's about two grand. It's not cheap. But you put it on top of your bed, and then it... You set settings. Are you a cold sleeper or a warm sleeper? And you can do splits. So if your wife and you are on one side, your partner and you could be different. And then it measures you throughout the night. I mean, it ring and Fitbits and stuff do this, but it'll give you like your pulse rate and you some measurements during the night. But this like measures your whole body and like how often did you wake up? How, how, what kind of quality of sleep did you get? What was your heart rate, your HRV through the night? All this stuff. And it, adjust after a week of testing, it figures out where, what temperature is optimal for you. And so it adjusts, uh, you could manually write it, but it adjusts up and down either cold or hot, the temperature of the mattress. And this thing is so hmm. thin, it's super thin. It goes on top of the bed. It has a little pump that you hide behind your bed with a little bit of water in it. And it's brilliant. I mean, I have a, I have a sleep number bed that has you know, like $7,000 sleep number bed that has something similar built in. That sucks compared to this eight sleep. Um, it's awesome. So things like that. Um, plus you got, you got to watch as a man, you got to watch your testosterone. So as men, the number one thing is sleep, sleep apnea or sleep, uh, testosterone level and your diabetes level. Those three things play more in your health, uh, than anything else. If you get on top of those, your chances of, of having a long fruitful life and being there for your kids and your wife and, and Mm -hmm. to enjoy your retirement uh, are much, much higher. Intriguing stuff. All right, so let's um, let's give somebody a, a quick tease. Uh, we're going to talk about your your newsletter you just started, why you started it, and like some of the stuff. But like, what, what's one of the uh, either one that's come out already or something that's coming? One of the strategies that you can share with our listeners who maybe haven't gotten a chance to read the newsletter. What's something you brought out in um, you know, one of your newsletters that can you know right off the bat help uh, sellers listening. Yeah, there's, I mean, I just started April, August 14th. Was, it's twice a week. It's Mondays and Thursdays. You know, when I say newsletter, a lot of people like roll their eyes. Uh, but, and because I'm like, oh yeah, I get a newsletter from Helium 10. I get a newsletter from this software. And every time I get my email, I get the company newsletter. Those are not newsletters. Those are promotional emails for the most part. Go read our blog. Go read this. Mm-hmm. A newsletter to me is more like a, ma- what I'm doing is more like a magazine Mm-hmm. Uh, in a newsletter format. So it's it's action-packed. Yes, there's a couple ads and stuff in there from people that are, are pl- paying for those, but it, it's action-packed, actionable stuff. It's totally free. So like we just did a big one that's really resonated, the one that came out on uh, August uh, 28th, talked about the A9 algorithm. And so, you know, Danny McMillan over at Seller Sessions did a big, big like uh, document on it. And we analyzed that. And like, while that's good, that's not really, there's there's more to it than that. So we took a look at uh, Amazon Science, a big paper that came out, and a couple other things, analyzed that, and we talked about that. And I'm getting so many people saying this is like the most amazing. It was written in a, in a way that we can understand it. Um, sometimes this stuff gets too technical. Plus some of the tips and tools that we put in there, 
we had a really cool resource for like getting, uh, you know, sometimes when you're trying to create your A plus content, your brand story, your brand pages, you're like, what should I do? What, how should I, what should I tell my designer or graphics person to do? And maybe you saw a couple here or there ideas or you give them some basic idea, but there's guys who have a, there's a guy in George that's a similar library of 25,000 A plus pages and you can filter by it. I'm in the pet space. I'm in the, this space. I'm in the, and it's got it all keyworded so you can search and get like, wow, that's a cool one. That's a cool one. I want my designer to do something like that or combine these two together. So I, we share resources like that. I have something called the dream 100. As you know, there's a lot of BS, uh, not, not, um, Bradley Sutton's, but BS in this industry, uh, <laughs> that, uh, uh, with fake gurus and stuff. So I, I have the, every Thursday I come out with, I put someone in the, the dream 100, um, and I announced this is a legit person. You should follow them, trust what they say. Uh, so that'll get up to a hundred people. It's only three right now, but that'll get up to a hundred people over time. We do, I add a little bit of humor to it. So there's like, I'll either call somebody out, uh, you know, that's basically a fake guru, or we'll put some crazy listing like, hey, can you believe that this product is selling you know 100 grand a month uh, on X-ray on Amazon? You look mm -hmm. at it like, holy cow, that's the craziest thing I ever saw. Um, we do some of that. So it's a mix. Uh, and then I tell a personal story and each one's called a six second story. So when someone opens the news there, you got to hook them right away uh, mm -hmm. and you got to get them reading and engaged. And so I do a, I, I personalize it and then I tie it to whatever we're talking about that day. So it. Now, a recent one kind of caused a stir uh, about yeah. some uh, naked yeah. people <laughs> on yeah, some balconies. Just, right? Yeah, the, but I, I do that. On, I I want to, be, you know, if I always say if you're not pissing someone off, you're not doing a good job. If you right. try to please everybody, you please yep. nobody. Yep. And so I'm feeding my audience. And so if, if that bothers you, or you, and it's going to bother some people that might be religious or, or you know, depending, that's okay. You can go find your, your, your uh, information somewhere else. I'm fine with that. Uh, but that and but the overwhelming response to that has been like, holy cow, this is the best thing ever. How this is don't stop. Can you do this every day? Um, I, I can't believe I, one guy sent me a message today. He's like, this is so good. I can't even take it all in. I just got three of my team members start reading this and we're dividing up sections uh, of what to do. And so that's there's so much out there. You know, we do, we do the Helium 10 Elite every month uh, and we've been doing that since 2017 uh, at Helium 10, which is advanced level stuff. And in that, I do seven ninja hacks every every uh, month and share those with the audience. <clears throat> and then once those have become a little bit older, sometimes I share those other places, but the Helium 10 Elite people always get them first. Right now, I write everything on the on the current newsletter, but it's going to get to the point I'll hire a staff. Uh, it, but I need to get to set the tone, figure out what works, what people like, what they don't like. And then I can feed everything I've written for, if I do this for three months, let's say, I can feed that all into an AI and then say, have the AI write in the style of Kevin of the newsletters. They don't know the exact style, the exact everything. So this isn't, these are not AI newsletters. Um, these are, we use AI as a tool, but AI is not writing these. Mm -hmm. So if somebody wants to go ahead and sign up, it, it's free right now. How, how can they do that? Well, it's always going to be free. It's billiondollarsellers.com. Okay, billiondollarsellers.com with an S. It's growing pretty quickly. Uh, so I think, uh, you know, hopefully by... This time next year, there'll be maybe fifty to hundred thousand people getting that twice a week um, and actually reading it that want it. So, I, you know, my email list from all the stuff I do is big, uh, not as big as Helium Tens or something. But so I could just blast this out to everybody, but mm -hmm. I don't want to do that. I want people to actually want it. And I have yeah. people now already saying I didn't get it. I, I didn't see it in my spam or you know what happened to it, uh, and they're getting upset that they didn't get it. That's what I want is it to become. 
you know, habit forming and, and become something people look forward to when they see that Kevin King BDSN, they're like, Oh, I, this is something I got to read. If I can't read it right now, I'm saving it until tonight or, or the plane ride tomorrow or whatever. That's where I want it to be. So it doesn't have to be, it's not a blast to my whole email list. It's sure. you got to double opt in. You can't just sign up and get it. You actually sign up and you got to click something else to say, you really want to sign up and then you're in. Um, mm-hmm. And that's on purpose. And it keeps the open rates high, the engagement high. It's good for the advertisers that come into it, that support it with a little bit of advertising. And it's it's just good for everybody. It's people that want yeah. it. Okay. All right. So, guys, uh, make sure to sign up. It's one of the, like, I, I personally don't even read, you know, newsletters. Um, this is like the first one I've, I've, I actually just sit there and read and, and just like Kevin said, you know, sometimes he starts with a funny story, but it, it works. It like hooks you. I'm like laughing, sitting there laughing, like, you know, all right, I want to, I want to read more. I, I, I'm hooked in and, and from start to finish, and it's long. It's like you, you're doing a lot of scrolling. You know, sometimes people say, oh, when you write an email, you, you don't want them to scroll. And like, no, nah, I, I got no problem scrolling. But it's uh, written short. These it's written, it's written in a, in a format so <laughs> you can skim it. But there's, you'll see that it's using every trick in the book. There's no no paragraphs more than two or three sentences. There's no, you know, it's not long. And I usually when I write it, I have to go back and cut half of what I written wrote out. Uh, and it's straight and to the point. And, you know, we use a sense of humor. It's not just that opening story, but it's like, you know, we did something about uh, in a recent one. So uh, there's no such thing as the A10 algorithm. Uh, it's always yeah. the A9. There is no such thing. And the it, the A9 evolves just like you did during puberty, but it's still named the A9. So we'll you we'll do stuff like that. That's not necessarily business like or you mm-hmm. know corporate like, but screw that. You know, put a personality to it, and it, people love that. And then as they're reading, that you know they have a little smile, like I get it, or that's relatable. It's not doesn't sound like corporate speak or yeah boring stuff. That that's all on purpose. All right, now you, you reference uh, Elite and how you save the best hacks for there. Do you, do you have any, uh, just for a sample, uh, you can give uh, some of the cool, one or two of the, the cool hacks that you've given out on your seven ninja hacks uh, that you do monthly in the Elite group? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, what's a re- good reason? We do this every single month. You know, we talk about some of its tools like Caspa AI, you know, which is a really cool tool where you can take your, shoot your product on a, on a, uh, on your iPhone, just, you know, basic picture, upload it and then put it into any scene you want. So you're like, Hey, I want my, my water bottle to be on a holding, uh, being held by an Asian guy standing in the gym with some barbells behind him. And he's holding it, facing the logo out. It'll make a cool picture instantly using AI with that, which you could use in your Amazon post, or you could use in your, maybe in your listing, you could use a lot of places. So we'll do, we'll do cool pay tools like that or Melio payments that, you know, you, where you can use credit cards to actually finance uh, your purchase orders and stuff. Um, we do uh, things like, uh, you know, a recent one was about how to uh, uh, get that there's a newer version of this item available. Uh, you know, we, we covered that. There's a newer version of this item available. Like people are like, see that. How do I get my, you know, if I, you got a calendar or <clears throat> you got you just updated your product, how can you link that? to the old inventory so that people see there's a newer version available. We showed people how to do that. We showed people how to do the back end stuff before anybody knew how to do the back end and get a complete dump of your competitors listings, like all their yep. attributes and everything before that was really public information. Well, um, that was we, like a couple of years before it became yeah. mainstream. Yeah. yeah. Um, we, we stuff like how to use a Hexa H E X A. It's a beta program. That most people don't know about to create 360 degree pictures for your Amazon listing. They'll do it for you for free. And I think that's really Really, really, really cool. Um, we've done stuff like how to make money fall from the sky on your landing pages. You know, someone hits one of your landing pages or one of your blog sites and 
they don't, let's say they don't sign up, uh, but you want to know who they are. There's tools out there that will actually use IP and geolocation to actually figure out in about 50 to 60% of the cases who these people are based on public data in the United States. Europe, you might have a few more issues with uh, privacy, but in the U.S., we don't care about privacy uh, so unless it's medical. Uh, and so um, we, we can figure out that I just went to Bradley's blog talking about the honeymoon, and he doesn't know I went there. He knows he got a hit uh, or uh, metrics that there's a visitor, a session, but he doesn't know who they are. If he puts this little bit of code, then we can, we put, um, we can figure out that, oh, this was Kevin King because he was using this IP address of this computer and it does reverse matching that knows that, oh, Kevin King went to this gaming site or went to somewhere else in the past 10 years from that same place. It must be Kevin King. Let's match it up again to this other database. Oh, his, his email address is blah, 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 blah. Puts that into a database. Then you can either email those people, which I don't always recommend if you're going to do that. You should use something like Zero Bounce to make sure that emails are valid. Or you can put them into custom audiences if you're running Facebook ads or any kind of things like that. And you can retarget these people. If you ever wonder how sometimes you went to a site and you're all of a sudden, now I'm seeing this stuff all over my feed. Some of that's retargeting pixels, which is more private. But if you wonder how do they get me onto an email list or how did they get me from this, this not a meta property into a, an X or Twitter property, those two aren't mm-hmm. the same company, not sharing the same pixel. How did they do that? And this is some of the ways they're doing it. We also talked about, you know, Howard, you've had Howard on the, uh, Howard Ty mm-hmm. on the, on the podcast, and he's got a, a little group called Elites. I don't forget the name of Elite Seller Society or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he, he's had every Thursday, he has uh, someone come on and talk about s- stuff. And one of the things that the, just recently he had David, who's spoken at the Billion Dollar Seller Center. You remember David from uh, yep. the, the Ghost Story back in 2019. Yep. Um, he came on. You, and you, you ta- did some translating for him uh, yeah, when you're at the exactly. Billion Dollar Seller <laughs> <Yep. laughs> he, he came on and talked about, you know, what, what how, how are things changing with the Chinese sellers? You know, how are... He's like, you know, AI has leveled the playing field as far as creating listings and stuff now for everybody. And someone's like, what are the, how are they ranking? How are they getting reviews? What are they doing? Uh, and he's like, the number one way that Chinese sellers are getting um, uh, ranking right now, they're using postcards, postcards through the mail. And he's like, thanks to Kevin King. And I'm like, what? And he's like, oh, yeah, I did talk about that in 2019 when I did, uh, me and Brandon Young went over there and spoke uh, to a huge group in Shenzhen. Mm-hmm. Well, they took that, and now he said that's the number one way that they're getting review, uh, ranking products and getting reviews. And and so I was like, you know what? I think I actually did that uh, in the U.S. too. It wasn't, I just didn't give that to the Chinese sellers. Yeah, yeah. And so I looked back, and I shared that to the Helium 10 Elite first. I remember that. Way back I in, that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the exact time, in 2018, some point, mm-hmm. I, I did a presentation on postcards, and it was cutting edge, Virtually nobody did it. Everybody, you know, they looked at it like, yeah, Kevin, that's like, I, I never heard of, I don't even check my mailbox. I don't, you know, I'm a, I'm a millennial. Like, nah, who reads the mail? <laughs> like, dude, you're missing it. Uh, and so nobody in the, hardly anybody in the U.S. did it. But the Chinese like, oh, uh, this, this looks good. They did it and look what it's doing for them four years later. So that's the kind of stuff we do in Helium 10 Elite. If you freaking pay attention and implement, not only what I'm teaching, but what we, I bring on, really good guests. You know, I, I look for a diversity from PPC people to shipping people to you name it. You know, sometimes you get a speaker that's, eh, okay. But we get some really good people. There's three speakers plus myself on every single one of the Helium 10 Elites. It's, you know, there's a lot of groups out there uh, that, that have trainings, but I think this might be the longest, last, the oldest one period that's continuous. Um, oh, there, there's sure. others that have sure. started and, and come and gone. 
but that and but I think since we started February 2017 when it's called Illuminati, changed the name in 2019 to Helium 10 Elite. But it's been continuous, never missed a month since February 2017. So that's six and a half years. I don't know that there's any other group that has lasted that long at this point. Yep. And guys, you know, I've told people this before. This is one of the secrets, if not the main secret to my success is before I ever sold on Amazon, you know, before I even became a consultant, you know, people thought I was crazy because it's only mainly like seven, eight, nine figure sellers going and paying 400 bucks to, to get in this Illuminati mastermind. I, I could see the value in it. I saw a webinar for, or something first of you and Manny, you know, way before I worked at Helium 10, a year, more than a year probably before. And, and I actually joined Illuminati just as a, a regular person who wasn't even selling yet. And within like three, four months, I had enough knowledge just from the Illuminati stuff and, you know, a couple other, you know, uh, courses I was taking, uh, but mainly from the Illuminati where I became like a pretty top level consultant and, and was, was, you know, launched my Amazon consulting career, you know, which was my career before Helium 10, um, without even selling on Amazon, just because I was able to ramp up my knowledge super fast by being part of that Illuminati mastermind. So, and it's not just, guys, it's not that, just the yeah, monthly training, that's what we had. But more recently, um, Helium 10's added a, a, a weekly call with all the people yeah. that want to participate. So I do one a month, I jump on once a month. And then the other three weeks, uh, Bradley and Carrie and Shivali host them. And we'll have anywhere from 20 to 40, 50 people mm -hmm. in there that are members of Helium 10 Elite. There's a lot more members than that, but you know, some people are busy. And for a couple hours, typically an hour to two hours, everybody's on there on a Zoom call, all on the screen. There's no agenda, no presentation. It's like, what do you got a problem with? Oh, I'm, you know, Amazon's blocking me from shipping this and anybody else ever dealt with this? And usually there's someone else like, oh yeah, I've, uh, you know, maybe we, me or Bradley or somebody knows the answer, we can help them. But usually there's somebody else like, oh, have you ever tried this? Or this happened to me two years ago and I did this. And you have this interactive conversation that you're not going to get in a Facebook group. You're not going to get anywhere nope, else nope. other than maybe at an in-person event, which there's four of those a year, too, for Helium 10 Elite um, that you get to come to for free that are that value right there. Sometimes I learn stuff in there. Um, you know, yeah. I didn't know from somebody else that right there, connecting with other high level sellers and being able to share is as valuable as the presentations, if not even more valuable in some cases. And I'm, um, so there's things like that, yeah. um, that, that you're not going to get anywhere else. Just last week. I don't know if it was on your call or on one of the, the, the regular weekly one that, that you're not on there. Um, it was before you, either way, it was before you came on the call. There was Elizabeth who's an elite, uh, elite member. And she was talking about how she's done like how something like a uh, $2 million on TikTok shop, uh, some crazy, some crazy number like that. And so she was just like, People were were dazzled with, with with what she was saying. Just ran, you know, just like just randomly got on there. She was just one of the participants and was talking about that. Now we're actually going to do a train. She's going to do a training in October in the Elite in person workshop in New York, where she's going to show people, like, kind of like reverse engineer how she was able to get to this level of success that she's had on on TikTok Shop, uh, which is definitely a hot topic. So that's hot. Guys, that's, this, that's big right now. That's big. If huge. you're not paying attention yep. to that, that's big. Yeah. You know, I People have Perry Belcher. This will be numbers. coming out on the AMPM podcast uh, mm -hmm. in October. So be sure. But Perry Belcher, if you don't know who he is, he's one of the top marketers in the space right now. He started Digital Marketer, you know, the big expo with 7,000 people. Um, uh, I mean, sorry, Traffic and Conversion. Uh, is it, He was one of the founders of that. He started Digital Marketer. He's really big in the, the marketing space, an old school marketing guy. But one of the things he actually said on that podcast, among a bunch of other cool stuff, is that He's like, if you're going from Amazon to Shopify, it's a mistake. 
You should not be doing anything on Shopify. He said, we're finding far better success by setting up funnels with click funnels or high level or one of the other and doing single product drives. Uh, it, the conversions are way higher. The, the sales are way higher than driving someone to a Shopify site where it's, there's too many confusing things that can distract yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, that's where these Amazon sellers, because I, I asked him for one of the mistakes people are making. He said, that's one of the mistakes a lot of these sellers, Amazon sellers are making right now. As they should be focused more on driving stuff to single products with upsells rather than driving to a, a Shopify store. Where here's all my 20 things my my company sells. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. I can't wait for that episode. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, the TikTok shop, there's just whatever's cutting edge. You know, we, we talk about it in Elite. So, so it's actually the longest in history. In the you know, Kevin just said it, it started in in 2017. So it's we're talking over six years, almost seven years. It's been closed for the longest time in history. I think the last time it was open was in March of, of, of this year. Um, I'm not sure by the time you guys are listening to this episode if it's open, but sometime in in in, in September, October, we're going to open it up for a couple weeks or so. So uh, this is the time to, to sign up, guys. Write this down, h10.me forward slash elite, h10.me forward slash elite. And even if it's not open right now, there's a button on there where you can join the waiting list so you can make sure that when it does open for the short window that it does, that you guys can get in, but, but you know, the benefits are, this is like the only way to really talk to, to Kevin, you know, people want to ask, Kev, you know, want to hire Kevin as a consultant all the time. Kevin doesn't have the, the bandwidth to do that, but once a month he'll go on there and just live, you know, just in a regular zoom call, you can ask him uh, anything you want. You can ask uh, other people, anything you want in the Facebook group, or we have two weekly zoom calls. Now one at, um, in the afternoon on Friday, uh, us time. And then one that I actually hop on at midnight because it's 8 AM UK time every Friday and I, and, and we hit the, we hit the Europe, uh, you know, all the European sellers and people in Asia, you know, can hop on a call and, and network with each other. We have four quarterly, uh, workshops. The next one's coming up, uh, in, uh, October, the, the fourth one of the year. Um, we had one in, um, you know, during Amazon accelerate September 11th and, and now October, right during unboxed, uh, we're going to have one where we're going to be talking about, like I said, TikTok uh, shop. And also we're going to have a PPC, Ex expert and there's a whole bunch of other uh, advantages of being on the elite program so if you guys are interested to add this to your helium 10 account again go to h10.me forward slash elite and either sign up right there if it's open take advantage or if if it's closed just just join the waiting list uh so you can uh hook up with kevin that way there's some tool, um, software tools yeah. too that they get extra tools or extra capacity or something right yeah uh, elite members usually get access to to tools like way before like we just launched um, some historical Cerebro elite members have had that for like a year and a half, you know, but now barely diamond members are getting it like a year and a half uh, later. There's some tools like our elite analytics tool that Kevin actually developed himself. Uh, he gave the, the the kind of blueprint for it. That's still only elite members can, can access that diamond members don't have access to that. And that's been around for like two years. So lots of advantages, uh, including networking and training uh, that elite has, you know, back in the day, like I said, when I was an elite Illuminati uh, member, it was only the, you know, there was a, I think there was a Facebook group maybe at that time or something, but it was mainly just one of those training calls a month. And that, that was enough value uh, for me. And, and now it's just like all the, uh, you know, tons, tons of other value. So guys make sure to, um, to check it out. Um, another thing, you know, I'm wearing my, my OG billion dollar seller summit well, shirt today from, from the I'm very impressed. first one, I'm impressed. from the very first one. And the next one, uh, time and place. Uh, in 2024 for the next billion dollar seller uh, summit. There's actually two coming. Well, the next billion dollar seller summit's May 18th to the 23rd in Kauai, Hawaii, which is going to be amazing. 
And then right after that one, from the 23rd to the 26th, I have a second event called Level Up, where we're, so the first, the Billion Dollar Seller Summit is mostly for Amazon sellers and all the traditional things that you're you're used to, like you are, Bradley, from a Billion Dollar Seller Summit. Then the Level Up, we're switching resorts, taking everybody that's staying, that chooses to stay, and they're going to the Waimea Canyon, which is the Grand Canyon of Hawaii. It's like a little Grand Canyon that you in Hawaii. Then we're taking them on the Nepali Coast on a dinner cruise for the Pali Coast is where these mountains, these beautiful mountains come right up to the edge of the water. It's just stunning. Dolphins jumping everywhere. And so that's going to be cool. And then we're switching to Hanalei Bay to the one, the chain, the one's $300 million uh, resort uh, that just had a overhaul. Uh, and it's like $1,400, $1,500 a night to stay there. Uh, but we got a rate that's like way less than half of that uh, for people coming to the event. And then we're doing, it's called Level Up. So it's six speakers. Only one's Amazon. The other five are you know, like Perry Belcher just said, he's probably going to speak at it. Jason Flatland uh, is someone that's uh, maybe speak at it. Mm-hmm. A couple other, Molly Mahoney is probably going to speak at it. And some some other, and then we're mixing that in with uh, uh, some mind and body stuff like we talked about earlier, uh, because that's important for entrepreneurs. So there's going to be cryotherapy. There's going to be uh, a sound therapy lab where you listen to the bowls and it helps reset your mind. We're going to be doing hot yoga, a bonfire on the beach. And so it's, uh, it's going to be pretty cool. We're doing a race. You know, we did that race here in Austin. You were in... Uh, that's that scavenger hunt we did a couple of years ago here in Austin. People love that. So the problem, one of the problems is when you go to an event, you don't get to see the place. You're like, you see the hotel and maybe you see a bar or something with a, or a restaurant. So we're doing, we've got 25 Avis rental cars, uh, I think, or 30 Avis rental cars all lined up. And you're going to be broken into teams of four. And you're going to do an amazing race across the island one day. So you're going to see, oh. the, you're going to be able to see the entire islands uh, and experience the island. Kauai is a place where you're not going to want to be sleep napping in the back. Uh, you know, you're going to be like looking out the window after uh, every turn going, holy cow, this is beautiful. I've never seen something so beautiful in my life. It's a Jurassic Park Island. And so you're going to, but you're going to be able to see some cool stuff uh, in some back places that you wouldn't know. They're not on the tourist map. We're going to take you to this one cool beach as part of the race. You're like, holy cow, I'm coming back here because nobody's here. Nobody knows about this place. It's like a secret little beach. So that's, that's going to be uh, cool too. And if it's your third or more trip, you're going to get like a Jurassic Park experience and a, a helicopter ride. Uh, over the island uh, and stuff. So, like Bradley, you, if you're out there, you get you get that for free. As since uh, you're a regular, uh, since you've been to three, this is your third or more. Um, you're gonna take a helicopter around the island as a tour. It's amazing. Fly up to the inside of this ten thousand foot waterfall in a helicopter and land. And this this Jurassic Park kind of vehicle is gonna pick you up and take you through this amazing like plantation kind of thing and to a VIP dinner that night. It's gonna be really really cool. Um, so yeah, that's at billion dollar If you want information on that, um, then in October I'm doing the billion dollar exit summit. So the billion dollar exit, summit. I'm doing this with Scott Dietz. So some of you may know he's got the, uh, the exit ticket or whatever it's called yep, in the, yep. in, um, he, probably the top guy and helping people exit. He helped, uh, Manny and Guillermo exit helium 10 help. He was involved in that done over a half a billion dollars worth of exits for Amazon sellers. So, and you may be like, yeah, but right now I'm not thinking about exiting, but you, you might be in a year or two years, and now is the time to actually start working on it now uh, to maximize and yep. add a couple extra million dollars to your exit by working now rather than waking up one day and saying, I want to exit. I want to be out of here in three months. You're going to be shooting yourself in the foot. So we're doing a – it's very small, 25 to 30 people in Austin, October 10th to the 13th, called the Billion Dollar Exit Summit. And it's hands-on, so he's bringing his whole team. So it's one, some, a lot of one-on-one stuff. It's not a bunch of presentations from all these random people. 
you're going to walk out of there with a plan like, okay, this is what I need to do specific to your business. So that's, uh, that's happening in October. Awesome. Awesome. All right. So guys, billiondollarsellersummit.com to get more information on it. All right. Like always, uh, let's go ahead and close this out with your 30 or 60 second tip that you can, uh, leave for the sellers out there. If you haven't checked out Levanta, that would be a really good tip. Uh, L E V A N T A, I think.com, I think is the, uh, is the URL, but especially for the fourth quarter coming up, you know, offsite off Amazon traffic is huge for ranking. You know, you get the 10% referral bonus if you're brand registered and it just helps you in your rank. Even if they don't buy, if you're sending traffic from outside social media or outside media blogs, whatever, even if they don't buy, it helps you on your rank. But these guys, you know, it's, it's kind of a pain in the ass to go set all that stuff up. You got to find people on TikTok or you got to find blogs or you got to find these affiliates and like coordinate everything one-on-one, one by one by one. These guys have got over a thousand of the top affiliates from TikTok people to people who are in the affiliate business. That's what they do to blogs like USA Today. USA Today will do a, a, a holiday gift guide for pet products this year. If you have a pet product, you want to be in that gift guide in, in USA Today with 2 million people reading it online. You, these guys can facilitate that in the way it works. It's seamless. The way it works is you just connect your Amazon account to their system. And it automatically imports all your products. Once your products are in there, you can go in and cherry pick them. Like, I only want to promote these three. I'm willing to give a 20% commission for, you know, this dog bowl. Uh, and, and then that goes into their database. These thousand affiliates, when they're writing their stories and looking for things, they can search that database. Oh, I want, I'm, I want to promote this dog bowl. He's given 20% uh, off. They just automatically pick up the, the, co- the everything. It's all done for them. They put it into their blog or their, their post or whatever. And it's all automated. Or you can go in there. I think they let you do 50 a day. You can reach out to people. And they're growing really, really fast. And they just had people on Prime Day, uh, the last, the July Prime Day, uh, do over a million dollars just off of outside traffic off of this program on Prime Day. And just imagine what that does to your listing on Amazon and the internal Amazon stuff, how that's going to get that flywheel going. So that's that would probably be a tip. of They're, they're under the radar uh, and, you know, I'm missing this here. They don't give me a kickback or anything for this, but that's a tool that I think any Amazon, serious Amazon seller is a fool to not use. Uh, I'm an absolute fool to not actually take a look at that, especially for this fourth quarter and get a strong competitive edge over, over your competition. All right, cool. Well, get more like that guys in, in helium 10 elite h 10me forward slash elite. Uh, Kevin, thank you so much for uh, joining us. Um, I know you're traveling a lot more uh, than you were in the you know previous year, so I'll probably uh, hopefully see you at one of these uh, upcoming events, and then for sure uh, uh, at the Billion Dollar Seller Summit next year. So uh, keep on. Uh, by, by the time I see you next time, you know I might not even recognize you. You're losing so much uh, weight. No, hopefully you won't recognize me because I need to. I need to get I'm on the path slow. too. Yeah, it, it's slow, but by yeah, if we go yeah. a long enough period of time, yeah, I've, I've lost a bunch. I'm not trying to do it All quickly. Right. All right, we'll see you. We'll see you next time. All right, man. All right, take care.